Previously on The Game of Rassilon. Rayla and his TARDIS too. Rayla took her somewhere new. Rayla broke his TARDIS heart and pulled his very world apart. Are you here to tell children's stories to me, or is there something else that you want from me? I'm going to say both. Uh, we, we think we may have found Hey, I have a couple questions for you. Where are we? Oh, you're on the Capitol. You're on Gallifrey. So, and Travis jumps up out of the chair and leaps onto the desk and tries <laughs> to tackle him. While the guards are distracted with what's happening, I'm going to take the TARDIS key that was just handed to me, mm-hmm. and I'm going to squeeze it in my hand, and I'm going to grab Travis by the collar and pull him away from the, tar- the Cardinal mm-hmm. as the TARDIS forms around us. Before and they escape, can I try and grab on? You make it inside the TARDIS, Ooh. but you drop your staser on the way. Oh! So you are now inside the Doctor's TARDIS as it has dematerialized. And as the TARDIS is dematerializing, um, you hear uh, Archcardinal Kalen and he's yelling at you, We have a fix on Rayla's TARDIS! There is a knock at the door. Oh, that's new. We don't, we don't want any... Okay. Uh, and I say, Kinnear, Greg Kinnear. Well, Captain, depending on who you ask, but I kind of left that life behind me. I'm sorry, did you say Greg Kinnear? Yeah, we met. Do you see a, a small squadron of five 80s-era Cybermen... Oh my gosh. ...as they round the corner, more of those macros round the corner and immediately envelop them. And these other microbes move in towards you as you are pinned in by these two separate groups of microbes as they begin to descend. Ben Paddington Bear in high school. And oh. That is the beginning of this recording, and I <laughs> truly hope David keeps it. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. Let's play some Doctor Who. You are in the dilapidated halls of Rayla's TARDIS, approaching you from both sides. You are sandwiched between two groups of macrobes, one of which is still dripping with molten metal after having consumed a bunch of very arrogant 80s Cybermen who didn't get to speak for technical reasons. Uh, and they are moving in on you um, with a, a slow, intimidating pace. What do you do? You guys don't want to mess with these pudding puddles, trust me. I've dealt with a few of them. Yeah, I mean, we got that by, like, watching what literally just happened in front of us. Hey, uh, I, Doctor, I know you hate weapons, but this guy does, he is armed. Yeah, and if his gun was super effective, he wouldn't be afraid of these things. So <laughs> I, no one point. said I was afraid. I mean, you, you didn't say it, but you're wary, careful, all right, intelligently wondering. Yeah, those are all synonyms <laughs> for scared. Uh, um, what do we know about these things? Do they only eat metal? No, <laughs> no. Yeah, go go see. <laughs> no, I don't taunt. My I will. Friends. I'm not taunting. Distractions help. <laughs> Let me uh, let me describe them because I worry that I didn't do a very good job dis- uh, describing them before. Oh, so, God, so white blood cell. They, they are they're yeah like these giant kind of hovering like beach ball size like pulsating oozing 
I would describe them as kind of uh like a a, a terrible like greenish orange, like a blend of or- organic material. It's big floating yuck. Big yes, mm-hmm. thank you. <laughs> big floating guck. No yuck. Yuck. Also guck. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. pudding puddle is a bad idea. Phlegm puddle. Phlegm. I mean, depends on the. I mean, they do have those Halloween puddings that are very badly oh. coloured, uh, but taste oh. great. Do they? I don't know. I've never had one. I don't, I refuse. No I refuse one to has. put something that colour in my mouth. Right. So we should try to avoid those. So I'm, I'm going to look around and see if I can find like another passageway or hallway we can go down to avoid them. Sorry, I have some experience with them, but yes. I don't exactly know what this experience is. Uh, so let's say, is there a weakness that I'm aware of that I can com- com- uh, communicate to them? Um, my, you have taken on some of these things with your with your pistol, your laser gun of whatever it is you have. I forget what we gave you. Um, but uh, they're very, very hard to kill. They're very hardy. They they take a lot of shots to take one down. And you've you've seen more of them eat other things on this TARDIS than you've taken down. Got it. In the last week that you've been trapped here. Got it. Um, let's see. And it's an energy pistol and she is named Trevor. Okay. Alright, that's all good to know. That's all very, very good to know. Just partially obscured from view because of where it is parked, your TARDIS does appear to be parked in front of a, uh, a set of double doors. Okay. So it's Albus and... Right, sorry. Um, so <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to go see if I can pry open those doors. Okay. Um, the doors will push open. Okay. It's just because of where the TARDIS is parked, it's kind of a tight squeeze. But, uh, Which is good because it means that it might be harder for those things yes. to get around the TARDIS. So I'm not going to move the TARDIS. Yes. So the TARDIS is going to stay put. Mm-hmm. Um, the double doors are there. The the microbes are moving in. The Watcher is still present. I want to point out that the uh, Coiden's uh, Watcher is still kind of just well watching. Um, oh. And uh, Coiden, how how does Coiden feel about about this? Because Coiden's initial reaction at the end of the last episode was panic, run. Oh wait, don't run towards the thing that could kill me. A bad move for yeah. noobs. And I I am happy to stand in for noobs because having seen a lot of Doctor Who, but I think less less way less genius on it than you guys are uh because it's his watcher that means it's a sign that he's about to go bye-bye he's gonna die at some point just double checking yes. that that's what that means and rather yes. traumatic and painful death. Yes. yes which is how we are interpreting the watchers uh so i think Corden's gonna stay uh sort of eyes focused on his watcher but uh last we left him he was laying face down on the floor mm. so i think i'm gonna get up yeah actually travis would help you up because okay. i was trying i was trying to prevent you from running towards them i wasn't trying to like hurt you okay <laughs> all right well uh thank you travis oh dear we should uh i actually i'm probably not really gonna talk i'm in like a scared yeah yeah the, the uh, game uh, has rules for being scared actually doth it it does while that that's happening i am going to say uh hey doc i just to put this out there we have proof that these white blobby flemmy balls are about to definitely head for someone I don't see any watches of your own around. Might I make the recommendation that we use the diversion to pass? I'm not. I I, I'm really going to let you know, Kenny. I'm going to. Well, let's find out if you can even talk right now before we do <laughs> that. true. Um, Captain Kenia, I'm going to make this really simple for you. Yes. I'm never going to say yes to the sacrifice suggestion. So, so just don't not, suggest it so and just, do it. Just no, don't waste your time asking me because we're not going to do it. I'm going to say no. So let's just move on. Uh, we can get around my TARDIS, go down this other hallway, and we can run away from them. We don't know that this is what causes his watcher to appear, and I'm not going to actively try to make it happen. 
for the folks at home, uh, there is a actual stare off. <laughs> we also are waiting for a DM to look up uh, rules. It's, we are, and yeah. I'm also uh, Greg Kinnear is also trying to figure out exactly how much he needs to deliberate what he wants to do with these new uh, people he has suddenly found himself with. Well, if he was so good at navigating this place by himself, he wouldn't have asked for it. So. Okay, I never said I was good at navigation. <laughs> I said I was good at being here. And I'm quite good at it. I've been here for a while. Look, if you want to keep that fedora, you will abide by the doctor's rules. Try to take it, kitty. <laughs> Again, he's not a cat. He just needs to put some conditioner in his hair. He was in a jail. Animal. I'm a man. Okay, let's do this. Coiden, let's find out how scared you are. Please roll uh, Resolve and Ingenuity. Ooh. Eleven. Uh, the uh, the macrobs beat you by one entire point. Um, so let's see how that's going to work out by looking at the rules. You are scared. Eleven. <laughs> the next Marvel movie. Yes. Um, you're just kind of stunned silence. You're not. Uh, Coiden is not speaking. Coiden is not saying anything. Coiden is kind of yeah, kind of scared silent. That's easy for me. Turn your mic off. Click. Am I able to use uh, my awareness, let alone plus two, with senses to figure out exactly where they're heading and, and or intentions? Oh, they're, they're absolutely. You, it's kind of not hard to read them. They're, they're coming for you. And all of us? Or are oh, they going for... They you know, are They're going for... I mean, the ones... What I refer to as bait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they just... They see you all as, uh, as, as threats and are all just kind of moving in. Okay. Uh, I think once Travis helps, uh, Coyden to his feet, uh, I'm gonna sort of like lead you. I can see you're sort of in a bit of a fugue state and it's got like, <laughs> as, as what happened to Travis a lot last season, I think he's just gonna grab you by the wrist and be like, come on, this way, we're following the doctor. All right. And I'm gonna say, because I love this, this is a wonderful kind of reversal of where you were at the start of season one. I'm giving you a story point oh, for great. doing that. Um, and, uh, you guys head towards the doctor, I guess, is indicating this, this doorway, uh, uh, near the TARDIS and is kind of leading everyone. Are you, uh, walk me through that. Describe that for us, please. Okay. Um, how big is the gap between the TARDIS and this, like, other hallway? I would say it is just big enough for one person to slide in at a time. Okay. So I am going to slide through and I'm going to, like, hold the doors from the inside to okay. make it easier if there are ones to come through behind me. Okay. Uh, what order does everyone want to do this in? I will push Coyden second. Okay. I'm going to try to reach into my pocket and put something in. Uh, uh, you want to do, uh, uh, the thingy pockets thing? The thing, yeah, resourceful like pockets. That's I'd like to called. do a thingy pocket. Do a, do a thingy, do a, do a pocket thingy. More than bones. Does this ever work? Does this ever actually work? I've only done it twice in this <laughs> Nope. No. Not no. This time. You, you reach into your pocket and you pull out, uh, half a biscuit. That's an American biscuit, so it's like a dull oh. scone. How dare you? Where are you eating your biscuits? KFC. Half of one? Is it broken in half or half it's eaten? It's just dry. It's like you ate okay. half of it, you put the other half in your pocket thinking, oh, I'll save that for later. And Got then it. you didn't. Got it. That was a spot on impersonation, by the way. Hello, I'm Davey Blue. This is what I sound like in my free time. <laughs> no, I like that he still said, like, like, free to, like, he said free with, like, a weird look. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was saying, my favorite like, part. He, I like that he was saying, Free as if he was free. saying free, free time. with a British accent. Oh, hello, I'm David Blue. I was in Star Trek or something. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Ironically, oh. there's a giant Stargate right behind your head, and I don't know why. 
Yeah, it's some D&D portal. Very it's weird. <laughs> hey, uh, Greg, are you going to stand there eating a biscuit or are you going to come here? <laughs> and I eat it and I'm like, I'll come. Uh, and I kind of usher you through and I'll, I'll take the rear. Like blood sugar, maybe? <laughs> maybe. And uh, you guys squeeze through the gap as the uh, the antibodies uh, begin to close in on this this door. They're moving towards the gap. I'm gonna close the doors. Okay, you close the doors. Yeah. Um, remember the point of I think it was resolve that I took from you earlier. Yeah, coordination. Coordination. You're gonna get that back. Okay. I, you also took resolve, but that was I think a more major. Yeah, that one you that one you're sticking with for now. Yeah. yeah, I knew it was one or the other. Yeah. Um, and let's see what room you are in right now. Okay. Um, you are back in the hallway you were just in. The TARDIS is here. Uh, there are no macros. Alright, um... Oh, that's weird. I mean, not really, unfortunately. Um, I think we can reasonably assume that there's going to be some Cybermen that come around the corner at any moment now, so let's just go the direction they were coming from, or the other way? Um, other way. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to do it. So then I start going the direction... You start walking down the hallway? Yeah. All right, you start walking down the hallway, and you don't encounter anything, but you do see a set of double doors. Okay. Um, I am going to knock on the doors. Okay, you knock on the doors. Hey, oi, you. How how many times has this happened to you? With the hallways are the same hallway, and you're going in the corner of the same the same hallway, and today. Sure. I lost count at twenty. All right, is there a way to get out of this hallway? Yes, find a different one. I'm going to check the compass. Uh, the compass is pointing away from the TARDIS. Doctor? Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is, the, this is the TARDIS in a different point in time. Yeah. Um, should we go inside? I wouldn't. We might be in there. But it's a different point in time. We... Yeah, it might be the future. Um... We open the doors and David Tennant's in there. No, um. He's <laughs> like, that on Z. What a brilliant David Tennant impression. That <laughs> on Z, it's me, I'm Doctor Who, I am me. Yeah, he's down there with Pertwee for me, so <laughs> I'm not really hiring my impression. <laughs> hey, I'm John Pertwee, I am me. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me, I'm still on Earth. <laughs> Dope. Crikey. <laughs> Sorry, sir. Is the Watcher in this hallway? No. Ooh, smirked. Not um, the moment. Oh, here's a question. Um, what's the solution to this? Right? No, uh, the question is: <laughs> Are there melted Cybermen on the ground of this hallway? No. Okay. Um, Can I use my awareness or anything like that to figure out exactly when this is? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You can. You can do a check. Would be awareness and what? Let's awareness and um, uh, awareness. Technology, maybe. And I'm going to make it awareness and ingenuity. I would like to also roll, but can I add feel the turn of the universe? You absolutely to that? can. Yeah. Can I do the plus two because senses are involved? Uh, yes, you can. Sixteen for me. Okay. Seventeen. Okay. Uh, this is not a different time. This is not even necessarily a different place. It just is. All right. Um. This is a nice hallway. Yeah, I'm going to see what's here, and I'm going to open the TARDIS doors, see what happens. Okay, you open the TARDIS doors, and it is the contents of this TARDIS are not your TARDIS. Okay. It, it just opens out to the vortex. It is, uh, you open the door, and you just, you, it's just the sound and the, the sensation of, of whooshing as the time vortex is kind of whizzing by. Um, and 
where whatever this is, this is not your TARDIS. Okay. This is like an open gap into the water. Okay. I want to say that like what this looks like in like in on screen is like the Doctor kind of like, rushing through the door and then like stopping and like pulling herself back. From the yes. door again, like it's very like whoa. All right, close the door. All right, safety tip: nobody <laughs> go in the TARDIS. <laughs> nobody. All right. All right. Um. Okay. Uh, so we came from that way. Now let's go this way, and then I just I start just I just pick a hall. I go to the, the other doors that we found. Okay, yeah, because it's I... basically like a T at this point, right? It's the direction we came from, the direction in front of us, and then the to, doors, the sides, to the sides, the doors. Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. Um, cool. Uh, right, I'm gonna you. go before we go to the other side. Where, where are the new double doors at? Um, uh, if I open this door, do I see my other TARDIS? Uh, if you open that door, you see the hallway, and you see your TARDIS down the hallway. So I don't see the I don't see the the door we just came from. No. Okay. Um, and I, I want Travis to, uh, hold his compass and tell me if it points to the TARDIS that's in the hallway. I do uh, that. It doesn't. Okay. Your, in fact, your compass right now is, uh, it's slowly kind of oscillating between east and west, but that's not in either direction of either of the TARDIS as you see. If we, <laughs> if we go back the way we came, or is that what you just said? Yeah. Okay. Cause I thought he had said we had, Basically, gone through these doors and came in we did. this way. Right. I went to my TARDIS, opened it, and then I tried to go through the same doors we went through before. Right, yeah. So if we went back that way, it would be okay. Yeah. yeah. The way we came is no longer what, what, what like the hallway behind us. Like if we, if we turn around, we just see a hallway, right? We don't see the doors behind us. Um, if you, at the moment, yeah, there's a lot of darkness, but yeah, you don't see the doors behind you. Okay. Um, all right. Is there like a trick to this? Have you gone like certain ways and found your way to something, or has it just been a like, constant loop? Like, is it like a like a level of Zelda or something? I don't know what Zelda is, but uh, oh, friend! <laughs> oh. Right, sorry, I spent a lot of time in the nineties. Uh, fun time, happy hallway is not the best place. Uh, I've I've figured out some ways out, but there's there's other things beyond every corner. So the the truth is. I'm along for the ride to figure out how you guys want to get out of the hallway, because I want to find a new way out of this maze. Hey, right. the thing on your wrist, you said, I don't know what, you said vortex manipulator. Yeah, what does that do? It's quick and nasty time travel. It's a, it's a device that, that he can wear, that people who work for his agency can wear, that allows him to travel without the it's use of the It's not the way you travel through time, it's how you do it. Uh... Yeah, it's what I'm saying. It's how you travel. Doctor. <laughs> Doctor. I don't like you. <laughs> I thought I liked you, but you're starting to get on my nerves a little bit. <laughs> I get that a lot. Yeah. Doctor. Yes, Travis. Uh, story point to David, please. <laughs> could we somehow pair his vortex manipulator to your TARDIS, your TARDIS, using the key or the compass and teleport us all back to it's not working it does not yeah, like if, this if, place yeah it's been if, if it worked he wouldn't be here anymore does it need he, power he would have run away about a week ago does it need power i don't i don't i haven't looked at it yet travis you could talk to me directly kitty what? yeah well so you keep calling me a cat so you know i'm gonna you i've never met he, a talking cat it's you fascinating know that he's from the same planet as you right like he's not doesn't look like he's it. not i mean i don't know if you're, <laughs> where if you're are you from, from? Earth, i have no idea where are you from i asked you first Oh, we're not gonna do this again. Because okay. <laughs> I have the uh, the Game Boy with the TARDIS supercharged batteries. If we need to power the Vortex manipulator, I don't know. That that feels a little bit Calvin Bali. Like, <laughs> oh, this thing can also charge anything else in the universe. I think it's more that the Game Boy itself does not run out of charge. I, I'm inclined to agree with that. That's fine. Like, I'm totally. Otherwise, that's otherwise fine. we might as well power. Hey, whatever we can do. Yeah. 
I mean, story points kind of exist to facilitate a certain amount of counting, yeah. but I think that would be a pretty big yeah. story point expenditure. Yeah, the only reason I would I had suggested yeah. is because we are trying to get to the TARDIS. It's like yeah. similar well, energy. Like, yeah. I made the Game Boy a battery operated thing, like for the fun of this like non functional item, but then it became a thing that can like control weapons and devices throughout space. It's like now having un- unlimited energy might not be the best move for it. Yeah. Um all right. Um but the problem the problem, Travis, is that we can't currently get back to my TARDIS. So having so wait, wait, what was the point of the, the anchor then if I can't get back to it? Uh the anchor shows you where where the TARDIS is. But yeah. the uh one of the things and I would say that Captain Greg Kinnear is is aware of this, is because of the nature of the TARDIS kind of uh where it is and what it is presently doing, not wanting to give you more information than that, mm-hmm. um the internals of the TARDIS are kind of in a in a state of flux. They're okay. constantly Moving again. I the, that idea is great, and that is going to come into play later. It's just okay. this particular puzzle, which is okay. It's one of those things where, again, yeah. where it's moment where, like I feel like I spent story points and I don't actually get the benefit. No, you of are definitely going to okay. get the benefit of that. It's just I, I had to nerf it just a little bit for this particular. That's fine. Puzzle. Here's what you want to think. Go ahead, Travis. No, no. Uh, it, you're in a kaleidoscope. Oh, I love yeah. that. I get it. I, I understand. I'm at, I was hoping you had any experience navigating the kaleidoscope since we got here. I did. I went to the shiny corner. I went to the pokey corner. I went to the sad corner, and I found you. Did you oh. go through the catwalk? The catwalk? I knew you were going to do that. Uh, Doctor, you know TARDISes. Are there, like, equivalents of, like, Jeffrey's tubes? Service hatches, anything like that? I mean, the TARDIS itself is sort of the Jeffrey's tube. What, what do we call the Jeffrey's tubes in... Holman uh, tubes. Oh, right, Holman, Holman tubes, tubes. Let's, yeah. Let's, 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 yeah. Yeah, let's... Uh, um, That's fine. Well, I, I, Travis would still use Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, there is sort of a... The TARDIS itself creates things as they're needed, but this is a sick TARDIS, so the things that would normally be functional might not be working the same way. You're right. It is a sick TARDIS, and that's why antibodies came for us. What if we were to cure the TARDIS of what's wrong with it. And I point out the spores and stuff growing on the walls. Like, do we have any idea what this is? Because this might be an illness. Oh, it's definitely, it's dying. It's it's lost somewhere. Something happened between between Rayla and this TARDIS that caused its irreparable harm. Captain, as, do you, oh, sorry. Oh, as you, you're pointing to the, the, the spores and, and the, the kind of the mushrooms and the spores, and as you do so, you notice a small white spore kind of off and kind of float in the air and as it does so it seems to get bigger Uh-oh. and bigger and it begins to grow discolored and Greg Kinnear has seen this before it's turning into a macro it's not quite full size but at its current current size it's about tennis ball size and it's getting bigger uh, and it, if it has figured out that you guys are here uh, it's not acting on that information yet but you know it's going to get bigger and you know it's going to come for you and try to melt your faces. What would you like to do? Where is the shiny corner? I lost that probably two days ago. Oh, great. Um, everyone slowly go back through the other double doors. The way we, not the way we came. Yes, the way we came. The macro. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work that way. Alright. So you do that. Mm-hmm. All right. You go back through the door where you came. You open the door. You close it, and you're in another hallway. Uh, this time there is no TARDIS. There are no macrobes. 
um, the the far end of the hallway, it gets dark about, about I'd say like 10, 15 foot, and the lights are flickering. And there are a mo- there's a moment, uh, Coiden, where you see as the lights flicker on and off, you can see your watcher standing oh. at the end of the hallway, and then it continues to flicker, and then the lights come back on, and he's gone. Um, and then the lights come up, and you can see this hallway, and this hallway is covered in writing. It, it, there are scribbles and scrawls all along this wall, and they all say the same thing over and over again. No TV and no beer. <laughs> <laughs> <Go laughs> something. Where are you? Uh, do I recognize the handwriting? No. Okay. It's kind of frantic scrolls and scribbles. Okay. There was a half second I thought it was going to be my handwriting, so I love that it's not. Okay. Um, Captain, do you rec- Is this your handwriting? Actually, no, actually, Greg has not been in this particular hallway before. No. I am going to... Hang on, I want to see if I have anything in my pockets that I can write with. Okay. Nope. Okay. Um, what are you looking for? Something to write with. Hold on. <laughs> what I, food item did I just pull out? <laughs> the other half of the biscuit. I reach, eat that. I'm I like, reach into my regular fine. pocket and pull out a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> because Travis would have that. I'll, I'll let you have a pencil. Yeah. But you're yeah. not wearing your clothes. You're wearing Millie's jacket over clothes that you got out of the apartment. No, but I'm wearing my pants. Are you? Yeah. Weren't you wearing a... a, a Prison uniform? No, I changed. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I just want to make sure. Yeah. I, yeah. We we had a lot of issues with that yeah. last season of like we yeah. changed clothes and somehow we had all of our stuff still. Um. All right. So uh, I'm going to take the pencil and I'm going to take a, find a spot in the wall and I'm going to write "We are here." Okay. You you do that. Nothing seems to happen. Okay. But you've at the very least what you've done there is created a landmark. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um. All right. Well, I thought that might be kind of fun, but. The, not really. All right. Um, okay. I'll check um, the compass again because I haven't checked it in this room. Uh, the compass is pointing. Uh, do you? If north is forward right now, the compass is pointing east, so it's pointing uh, to your left. To, sorry, to your right. Hmm. Um, so the compass is at least functioning again, again as right. a compass, um, and it's pointing in the direction of the TARDIS. Unfortunately, there's no way presently for you to go east. But that's about to not become an issue because the lights go again. You are in pitch blackness. You cannot see anything. You can hear each other. I'm going to try to use my my sonic drivers as a light, not as like a um, like yeah, I'm not like doing anything with, like, with it as a tech device, just like okay. using it as a light to try to see with. Yeah, you can absolutely do that. Um, you you turn on your 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 torch. Yeah, and. Uh, um, you're no longer in the hallway. None of you are in the hallway. You okay. are instead in, uh, in what you recognize as, uh, the cloister room. What, it's a kind of a, a kind of a gothic cathedral-y looking space with, uh, there are, there are dirty leaves, brickwork, um, and the brickwork, some, there are some pillars and, and bricks that have kind of fallen and crumbled as this place has kind of succumbed to entropy. And in the center of the room is the Eye of Harmony. Ten, usually a stone eye that is that is typically closed, and the eye has not been opened uh, in the sense of you know pulled open, but it something has kind of pulled has has pulled the kind of the stone eyelid in, and now the space where the eye of harmony was um, is being is is being kind of 
pulled away and eroded, and you can kind of see, kind of naked and bare, the time vortex again, like you could inside the TARDIS. Okay. Um, but the center of this room, uh, chunks of the, 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 the rim of the eye are, are, are pulling away and being sucked out into the time vortex, and uh, you realize that the, the this room probably won't be around for much longer. This, this is, for those of you who don't know, uh, your TARDIS law. The Eye of Harmony is kind of the central source of power for the TARDIS. It is the room that is connected to the Eye of Harmony on Gallifrey, which is what allows power to transfer from one to the other. That power exchange has been disconnected, and this room is crumbling from the inside. I am going to just, like, kind of, like, put my hand on one of, like, pillars, and I'm just kind of, like, feeling sad for this TARDIS. And it's like, I'm sorry, bro. I don't know what happened to you, but I'm going to try to make your pain go away. Give me, uh, give me a presence resolve. Let's call it that. Do I get anything for like charming or anything like that? Uh, no. Let's just let's just call it. Uh, I'll give you a plus two for field of eternity. Yes. Okay. Cool. That is going to be a dirty twenty. Oh, love that. Um, love dirt. Uh, you. You have a sen- you feel this sensation of there is someone or something inside of this TARDIS that you have encountered before, but you cannot place exactly who or what or where it is. Okay. But something here rings familiar. I want to look around the room and like look for the things in this cathedral that I like recognize. Okay. Um, I would say the first thing is there is a, a, a stairway that leads up and, and out of the room. There is a broken stained glass window behind which, again, you see the vortex kind of whooshing past. I, I very much want you guys to imagine, uh, the, uh, the, the, the Eye of Harmony, the cloister room from the, the 96 TV movie with Paul McGann. Yeah. That's Obviously that's a reference that David, you're going to appreciate and enjoy the most. Thank you so much for you're that. You're very welcome. Uh, just, either. it's kind of, it's kind of this, again, like this, this stone cathedral. There's a lot of, yeah. there are a lot of vines going up around the wall, um, by which I mean, of course, six second videos made by comedians. Um, lots of, <laughs> lots of, lots of leaves. Um, and in this, in the center of the room, like I said, there was that large stone eye, but in this case, it's kind of, it's been pulled away and the room is kind of being sucked out through the center of this room. Um, I would say right now, the main thing that you, you notice is just how dead this room feels. Um, but the, the, the doors at the top of the stairwell, uh, are, uh, what would have been wooden doors above which is the seal of Rassilon. The seal has fallen down and broken. And the door has been pulled off of its hinges, probably pulled into the Eye of Harmony. And as you guys know, the longer you guys st- stay in this room, the more you realize you can feel this force kind of tugging at you, um, like gravity more than wind, kind of pulling you. Um, and you're able to resist it. It's like standing in the, in the wind, having to kind of stand at an oblique mm-hmm. angle. Um, but you, you're, you're having to resist a little bit the pull uh, of of the uh, of of the eye. And actually, I would like everyone, please, to roll. Um, coordination and athletics. Because uh, I wasn't in the room that sort of led us here, does that mean I haven't been in this room either? You've not been in this room before, okay. no. Uh, sorry, which ones? But... Uh, athletics and coordination. coordination. Yeah. 17. 17? 17. 17? 10. 10? 10. 10. Oh, you bad, bad boys. Alright. Um, Coiden and uh, and the Doctor are able to kind of hold steady. Uh 
both Travis and uh, Captain Greg Kinnear, uh, three words I'm never going to get tired of saying, um, kind of lose their footing and kind of fo- you fall on your butts and begin to kind of slide towards the the uh, the the eye. I reach out to grab some vines. Uh, that's also going to be coordination and athletics. Can I try to get Travis as well? Yeah, absolutely. Go for, a... um, go for strength and athletics. He saved me earlier, David. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just throwing me into here. a back row. Okay, strength and athletics, please. 11. 11? Mm-hmm. 16. 16. 16 is good. 14. 14 is good. Oh, I can reroll. <laughs> I, got, I got, I got snake eyes, but because I'm lucky, I can reroll, right? Do it. Yeah, absolutely. Whew. Strength is not my strong suit. <laughs> it's just a suit. Not strong at strength. Uh, 14. Okay, yeah, you guys successfully grab each other, and uh, Travis and uh, Greg uh, do not slide into the eye, but you're pretty close to the room, and you can, you can kind of... Where you had come to a stop as your colleagues had grabbed you, uh, grabbed you, um, you, your feet were on stone, but as you stopped, the stone beneath your feet uh, ha- gets pulled into the eye, and it's very clear that the uh, the the yeah. uh, the the eye is is rapidly rapidly pulling this room into the time vortex. Okay. And... I'm gonna start rushing towards the stairs to go up the stairs to the other doors. Okay, and I'm gonna like follow me. Okay, is everyone I'm, following? I'm already right mm-hmm. yeah. All yeah. right, that was my intention anyway. I just got sucked into an <laughs> yeah, eye. Yeah, <laughs> that was my intention before y'all almost got. <laughs> All right, as, as you do this, as you make your way to the stairwell, the 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 rim of the eye begins to crackle towards the stairs, and you guys are going to have to make a jump over that to mm-hmm. get to the stairs. So again, I would like everyone to give me uh, coordination and athletics, please. Oh, that's be... a way better roll. Okay, that's going to be. 12. 12? 13. 13. 14. All right. 8. Oh, no! <laughs> Bye! <laughs> uh, 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 everyone except Coiden, you will uh, just clear that gap and are able to continue up the stairs, except for Coiden, who kind of slips and uh, is just able to grab the, the ledge, uh, the, the edge of the, the eye um, by the skin of his teeth, or which you mean he's chomped down with... No, he's holding Arr. on... With it, with his hands, and this is the point where the uh, the space where you guys had emerged into this room, uh, macrobes begin to mm. three macrobes begin to materialize in that corner of the room, and uh, you are all now intensely aware of the fact that uh, Coiden's watcher is standing in the corner of this room, watching with a keen interest. I reach into my pocket <laughs> and, and pull out. A quad A battery. <laughs> uh, yeah, triple A battery is probably it's just a single triple A. Okay. It's um uh it's a Tesco store brand battery okay. from the UK, and it is depleted. I pull it out and I go perfect, and I just throw it at the microbes. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, yeah. For, uh, coordination and uh, I'm gonna call that marksman. Oh wow, this is gonna be amazing then. I hope. <laughs> Uh, 20. Oh! You got an 11 on the dice. <laughs> you, 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 you all watch, and this seems to happen in slow motion as this AAA battery spins in the air, bops one of the macrobes, and ricochets off and hits another macrobe, sending them spinning gently, um, leaving just the one macrobe, uh, kind of moving towards, uh, to, towards, uh, Coiden. Two beach balls sucked into the vortex. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, I am going to um, reach out from across the, the gap that we jumped across mm-hmm. and try to grab Coyton. And, cool. Like, put, like, reach out for like Travis to help yep. pull me back. Which is what I was going to do. Okay. Anyway. Travis, you are going to give me strength and athletics. Doctor, you're going to give me coordination and athletics. Okay. Greg, you are going to watch. Unless you want to participate. I'm going to pull out my gun and aim at the... There's only one micro left. Yeah. He said, I'm going to shoot the micro. Okay. We'll let them do their non-combat action yeah. first, and then we'll come back to you. Eleven to anchor the doctor. Okay. Eleven. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to call that a yes but for both of you. Okay. Um, you guys are able to uh, to pull uh, Coiden up, but it takes a little longer than it really should. The stairs are starting to give. The, the mm-hmm. whole room is starting to uh, to get pulled into the vortex. And the macro has gained quite a lot of, for want of a better word, ground as it as it approaches. Um, Greg, what's up? So they they sorry they got they him. they they pulled Coiden up, but it took a while. And uh, okay, and I'm going to say is almost right on top of them. Oh, this is the thing that I'm bad at. Um, I'm going to ask the macro to leave. No, I'm going to say you guys got this and head towards the door. I bloody love you. All right. Um, the macrobe is almost right on top of Coiden. Coiden, what do you do? Uh, I think I'm pretty well frozen in terror. I mean, I've got the Watcher on one end. I'm, I nearly just dangled to my death into an open, gaping maw of the Vortex. It's probably the worst day this guy's ever had, you know? Um, it's up there. It's, it's a top fiver. Um, I don't know. Uh, 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 uh. I think Coyden is going to make the terrible mistake of looking behind him and okay. looking at the macrobe and the watcher and like stopping in his tracks. Okay. Honestly. Well, that I'm going to say this because this is going to end badly for your character, but I'm going to give you a story point for that. Um, and you're going to need those story points in a minute because the macrobe <laughs> is on top of you and then it ha- it consumes you. And there is for everyone else, there is a scream. As Coiden is enveloped by this macro. I want to do something. Blah, 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 blah. Go on. I'm going to do a thing that is very out of character for the Doctor, but there is canon to support the Doctor making this decision. Okay. And I'm going to see the macro starting to consume Coiden. And I'm going to look and I'm going to see uh, that Kinnear is starting to run away. And I'm going to stop and I'm just going to quietly, but enough with like a, with a voice of authority kind of thing. So I can roll for voice of authority if you want. But I want to, I'll spend a story point, but I want to say, Kania, don't be a coward. Shoot him now. I love that. I'm not even going to make you roll for that. It's, it's, Greg, it's your call. Okay. Uh, and it's currently eating him? It's, so? it's like, right, it's about to start. Like, you okay. can, you've seen this before. You know it's not pleasant. I no longer have knees. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, wait, this got lost. Uh, cause, what uh, I the 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 plan here is that if you shoot him, he will regenerate, and the regeneration mm. energy will burn off the microbes. I feel like I feel like Greg, I feel like you know enough about time yes. that you. Well, oh, no, no, I, I don't know, think I he needs I, to. I think he yeah. he can in character think that I'm trying to like mercy kill this yeah. guy. So, <laughs> so as I'm running towards the door and I hear her say that, I, <laughs> I stop for a second. Say, this is why I travel alone. And I turn around, yelling my head off. It's like, damn it! Stunning the microbe. Okay. Does that work still? Costing a story point, I'm assuming. Okay. Because that's that thing. Pull my gun, aim right at 
uh, Captain Bait over here. <laughs> and, uh, hello, hello. Uh, yeah, that's Captain oh, you, Bait. You pointed at Travis. <laughs> oh. Well, I want to. Like, yeah, yeah. I slowly pass Travis with my gun and then aim right at Coiden. I want to point out what uh, what what Greg has done there is he, he there's a trait on on Greg's sheet which is screamer, which is a positive trait. Which not only it's 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 a it's a companion trait for very obvious reasons, but one of the abilities it has is it stuns uh, any nearby <laughs> alien or monster. Oh, I love it! So it stops the macro, and then and then you take that shot at at Coiden, and it hits. Oh, I'm roll quick. I'm not gonna roll. I I love this idea so much. Oh, I'm okay. just gonna let it happen. Damn, I wanted to use my marksman ability. <laughs> no, 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 please, please. But you also no, spent no. the story points. You kind of like gave yourself. Yeah, an honest Got it. yeah, yeah. I'm good for that. Um, so so you hit. Coiden, I think, and I think Coiden is is very much aware of everything that is happening. Um, Coiden, up to the hips at least. Yeah. Coiden <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, is hit with this with this bolt and kind of staggers staggers back right and is standing right on the edge of where um, where the the eye of harmony is kind of crumbling into the vortex. And as the macrobe is kind of, it's definitely stunned. It's slowed its consumption of uh, of Coiden, and then you you will see. Uh, as Coiden, Coiden's skin begins to ripple and glow with a bright yellow light, an orange golden light that kind of subsumes his, his entire body. And then Coiden looks up at you. Does he say anything in this particular moment? I'm not Coiden anymore. And, and he explodes. Oh. And, and he explodes. And there, the regeneration energy kind of spreads out of his, his arms, his face, every every element of his body is kind of uh, is is just evanescent with this 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 all-encompassing light as as the coiden you knew burns away and in doing so burns away the microbe that was that had enveloped him and and as the light stops an entirely different man with a different build a six foot three redhead is standing there and he kind of slumps down for a moment. And then he looks up at you all. And he says, We have to keep moving. And he gets up and he begins to bolt for the door, following Greg. What? 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 We should have done that in the first hallway. Well, I didn't know that was going to happen. And then I, like, I guess follow the follow the ginger. All right. <laughs> Sorry, let me just get out the character sheet that I, I made for just such an occasion. Thank oh, you. my gosh. <laughs> wow, that's preparation right there. It's always not, part of the We're not going to let Michael play the character. <laughs> No. Okay. No. No, it's a new actor. That's how we're doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So, Co- Coiden too. Coiden uh, walks towards the door. And he uh, he he kicks the uh, the remnants of the wooden the wooden door frame out of the way. And he looks back at you and he says, "We've got to move now." Yeah, Come we're, on. Move, we're moving. You're, we'll stop and hear you talk about it, and then like. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, Travis, I don't, you haven't seen a regeneration. No, that's exactly Bravo, so what I was about to say. Yeah, your, like. Yeah, he's he's known about it, but like it. Have you known about it? Because I don't think I was. Oh yeah, because because of because of Maxwell. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just seeing it is just absolutely shocking. But at this point, Travis has seen something, so it's like Did I'll you, worry about it later. You would have seen Maxwell, right? When we when that happened, or was that uh, not? no Maxwell okay. happened after you guys had made your escape. The okay. closest exposure to regeneration that you've had is seeing in that uh, that that dream sequence. Um, our okay. doctor's previous form on the I, table. I okay. feel like you have mentioned previously that you've had different phases before. I don't know if I have. 
Okay. Let's play it like a total shock. In this in this moment, I'm like, let's just go. I'm like, like yeah, like, yeah. Travis, I will explain. Yeah, it's like, later. yeah, I'll, I'll just, process this later. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we, we we go running. You walk through the doors and find yourself in a library. Uh, All right. Is there a pool around here? <laughs> no. Uh, the 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 books that were most of the books that were on the shelves are now strewn across the floor. There are broken glasses of the of. Uh, um, Time Lord Encyclopedia, which you may recall is in that kind of mist format. The glass yeah. is broken across the floor. Um, and there are signs of there having been a struggle here between possibly, uh, numerous alien races. You recognize kind of fallen bits of armor, Sontaran armor in here. There's, there's a, a, a Cyberman's arm. Um, there is a, a Silurian blaster. Um, a, uh, just various bits and bobs of some kind of interspecies combat that happened in this room. Oh, I grabbed the blaster. Does it still work? Uh, the blaster appears to have been burnt out. Burnt out. Huh. That worked perfectly. And again, um, the Cyberman arm is still an 80s Cyberman arm. Yeah. Um, I look down and I go, oh, look, the footprints. All right. Um, and then I... <laughs> you do not want... I will... I will turn this adventure right around and put up a ting <laughs> on this target, and you do not want that. I will turn this conundrum around. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, oh, look at that. There's a, there's a Stensar tooth. All right. Um, so then I, I will take it. I will yeah. accept it. Um, all right. So then a, a Tim Shorten's here. name badge. Yeah. <laughs> name badge. <laughs> Couple um, of Tim Shorten's cups. Yeah. They respect um, the bean. <laughs> this guy gets it. I love it. Um, all right. Well, listen, I want to stay here and read all these books, and I do. I think we should keep moving. What do you think? Coyden? Uh, Coyden, Coyden looks at you and, and he says, uh, Assuming this isn't some other stupid death tra- Have you been in this, Greg? Have you been in this room before? We entered unknown territory for me a couple of hallways ago. So this is none of the... You're, so you're useless then, is what you're saying. All right, well, not really. I look around the room really fast, so. uh, trying to see if I can perceive what's happened and where these people were headed when the battles occurred. When, like, the, the fighting really started. Where were they all, like, heading towards? Uh, the, just the kind of the scuffling on the floor from, like, broken glass and books being knocked back and forth. This was not a room people were getting away from. This is a room people were fighting in. And something else has probably dealt with the bodies. If you had to guess, you'd probably say a, ma- a macro. Um, is it only the uh, liquid books or are there paper books there as are, well? There are paper books as well. All right. Yeah. I- I'm going to start looking through them to see if there's any sort of history slash like explaining what this TARDIS is because apparently, you know, it's 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 its own thing. So... You you pick up a book and as you read the text on the book, it is constantly flitting between different uh, languages and typefaces. And one moment it looks like it's in Gallifrey, and you catch a glimpse of English. There's some French, some Latin, and it's all kind of um, it's it, it's amorphous. And you get the impression that whatever telepathic telepathic circuitry the TARDIS used to translate um, is not functioning as it should. Uh, Doctor, is there a way to turn off the the translation circuits at least for? Uh... Visual receptors? I mean, yeah, if we got to the control room, but we haven't even been able to find that yet. So. Right, okay. The more you look at the book, it's starting to give you a headache. Okay, uh, I'm going to just take whatever book I'm holding with me okay. and stop looking at it, though. Okay, so you just have this book? Yeah, just okay. uh, in case. Yeah, just in okay. case. <laughs> if nothing else, I have a big blunt yeah. object. <laughs> From up in the rafters of this, uh, of this library, you hear... Uh, something large and bestial kind of, uh, moving 
through the stacks in right. the darkness, just out of uh, out of view. You can you can make out this this kind of glimmer of um, uh, for a moment. You see a, a kind of an arm, like a flash of an arm uh, covered in orange fur, and then it's gone. Because of awareness and and knowing this place at all, am I able to try to figure out what that is? Uh, no, you don't okay. recognize it. All okay. right. It's not something you've encountered before. Okay. All right, I'm gonna say really quietly. All right, everyone, don't panic, but make your way out of the room as fast as possible. There is halfway a... through that sentence, I start running. Yeah, there's the a large double door, um, <laughs> kind of stone archway, seal of Rassilon at the top, uh, kind of thick wooden mm-hmm. doors. Uh, double doors there that you can head towards. Alright, I'm, while they're moving to the door, I'm gonna use my sonic, and I'm gonna scan, and I'll spend as much point if I have to for that one. Um. Are you scanning for anything in particular? Um, oh, actually, you know what? I don't need to spend a story point for this one. Um, I just need to, I'm, I'm trying to get a genetic reading off a creature in the room. Okay. Um, so I would roll, uh, medical scanner, um, plus three bonus, use medical purpose. So I guess I do still spend the point? I can't tell. Um, I'm gonna say no if you just want to do okay. the roll. So then I'm gonna be rolling uh, awareness and technology, and then I get a plus three roll to that because I'm using the sonic okay. as a device. Um, so that's gonna be wait, it's weird. I almost always hit the same base. Okay, that's gonna be an uh, eighteen. Okay. Um, you, this this creature, whatever it is, it is an Earth orangutan. Okay. Nobody give it the secret of fire, and then I go running out of the room. <laughs> uh, before we leave the room, I check the compass again. Uh, it is pointing south. It's pointing behind you. Okay. All right. Um. So what happens when? We, where do we go to next? Um. So there's the double doors. As you approach the doors, you you hear this uh this shriek as this spectral creature in uh kind of vaguely time lordy garb appears as if from nowhere and howls at you. Okay. Um. And you don't stop suddenly enough uh to kind of stop before it. And Travis, you run. Through this creature, and it explodes in 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 uh, light particles that kind of fizzle out like a firework off in all directions before dissipating. And this seems to draw the attention of the orangutan. I didn't mean to do that. I promise. I want to do a check of, like maybe using keen senses or even psychic, maybe to uh, in the moments that I got to see the ghost, mm-hmm. I want to know if it looks like what I might know of, like, what Rayla's supposed to look like based on, like, hearing a story and stuff as a child. I will say there's no like, nailed down canonical description for who Rayla is. Rayla, if there have ever been, like, children's storybooks, like, each different version of it has interpreted Rayla differently. Okay, but, okay. If someone were to, if I were to see a ghost mm-hmm. and like, it looked like one of the versions of King Arthur that I've heard of, I mm. would still go, oh, it's like the King Arthur from this legend. So would that be something like, I, I might not know it's the canonical Rayla, but like, would it seem like, um, familiar, would, it, would it ping any of the lessons that a much more intelligent creature than myself would be able that's to That's fair. You know what? That's, that's not an unfair question to ask. I would say that it probably doesn't resemble, um, the kind of, like pop culture idea or any of the pop culture ideas that that Rayla is, mm-hmm. it just seems to be a a spirit. Okay. If you if I had to put a uh, put a descriptor on it, it's something that may have escaped from a book, as an example. I'd okay. say that's probably more what okay uh, what that is. All right. Um, I'm gonna go. We should just keep going before okay. that thing gets to us. All right. 
you gonna go through the duels? Yeah. You go through the duels? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, they also can choose. That's not. What do you guys want to do? Oh, so I've I've been running since you even since we first heard the orangutan. I'm <laughs> okay. going. Yeah. I mean, you guys have been running through things. Well, on no, the, like, on like my own. while while we were running, a ghost appeared right in front of us. So you and were, then he went through, and I'm like, cool, and I just kept, kept going. going. Okay. <laughs> not in my way. I've been here for a week. There's yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah. He's breathed plenty of ghost dust. Yeah. By now, yeah. you know, he's fine. Like, uh, oh, you guys uh, met Joan? I'll have to hear what ghost dust. <laughs> you haven't been this way yet. <laughs> She's yeah. made her way around this place. <laughs> Joan's everywhere. Has she? <laughs> oh no, we had bad encounters with Joan at the staycation dome. <laughs> Ooh. Um, you open the double doors? Yeah. Uh, it's a very large, very wide closet, like a cupboard situation. Okay. Um, with a single closed leather bound book on the floor. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna pick up the book and look at it. Okay. The book, uh, has the seal of Rassilon on the front cover. Of course it does. Uh, I'm gonna open it. Okay. Um, you open the book, and inside the book is a drawing of a stone stairwell. Um, the stone stairwell, depending on how you're holding the book, appears to change position. This does not appear to be a flat drawing. Okay. In fact, it may not be a drawing at all. Yeah, I got that. I'm going to see if I can step into the book. Okay. How how do you want to go about doing that? Uh, I am going to put the book back down on the ground open and see if I can just step onto it as if I'm like starting to try to walk down the stairwell as in the book. Very good. And that is exactly what happens. You uh, you step onto the book and begin walking down this, this stairwell. And I kind of go, oh, um, follow me because reading is fundamental. And then I go down the steps. <laughs> I... I... Pause and I look down at my shirt that says book it on it. I was like, I saw the future. <laughs> and then I take a step down the stairwell and I say, Take a look, I'm in a book. It's reading Rainbow. And I go down. Set even the book even on Co- fire. Coyne yeah, is like, Oh, here we go. And he starts walking down the stairs. Uh, Dan, I'm going to give you a story point. I'm at my maximum, but thank you. What are you at right now? 12. Well, you can have an extra one. All right. If you don't use it, if you don't use it by the end of the game, it will disappear. Yeah. You've got a plus one story point. Why not? Screw it. I'll reward a bad joke. Oh, that should have way more story points than that. <laughs> you have 57 <laughs> story points. Um, and, uh, Greg, what are you up to? Hmm. Good question. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very reluctantly, uh, gonna follow down, resisting the urge to push, um, Trevor down. Okay. <laughs> uh, you... Trevor's your gun. Travis is the man. Travis. Sorry. Travis. Sorry. Uh, I will climb down, resisting the urge to push uh, Travis down. What is your name, Kitty? I'm just going to call it. I'm re- resisting the urge to put down Captain Bad Pun. Gonna... <laughs> it's Admiral I Bad like Pun. That. I like that your pun made me not get my reading as fundamental thing to be like a problem for anybody else. Like you overshadowed mine. Yeah. I'm Which sorry. Which is a great welcome. companion right yeah. there. How many story points do you have right now, uh, four. I'll give you a story point. Oh, I like that. I like that joke. Oh, I was, I wasn't saying it like I lost my point. I was saying it like, like Travis is getting flack for the pun yeah. when I like I just made a bad pun. Yeah. From I, I was planning on giving you the story point before you oh, know, no. Travis made his pizza joke. As I'm <laughs> stepping into the book under my breath so no one else can hear me, I say, time to turn the page. Wow. And I giggled to myself. <laughs> You continue walking down the <laughs> And then I say, looks like we're overdue. <laughs> Wait, what does Coyden say? <laughs> he just says, I hate you all so much. Oh, whoever's last. Boy, we saved your life. 
Whoever's last down the book should close the cover behind them. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't, like, we just, uh, yeah. <laughs> just kind of, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love shut. the idea of, like, a full size hand coming out and pulling yes. it. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, imagining, like, when the, like, doctor's hand is coming out of the TARDIS in flat yeah, lines. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the little, yeah, like, yeah. thing TARDIS. Hand. Yeah. Oh, so you're in, thing. you're in this, uh, stone, um, uh, Stone narrow passageway as the spiral staircase goes down, and there is a uh, a, a flaming torch uh, affixed to the wall uh, on a little holster. A torch? Yeah. Okay. Um, I grab it. Okay, well, you grab the torch. I guess that's yours. Turns into bees. No. Uh, you, <laughs> so you're now holding this torch to kind of light your way, and as you as you walk down, um, you uh, you become aware of the fact that the 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 stone at the the core, the center of this stairwell. Um, stopped being stone a while back and is now this kind of gnarled uh, like these roots made of metal and coil and you emerge at the bottom of the stairwell inside the architectural configuration room which if anyone has seen the Doctor episode Journey to the Center of the TARDIS this is the room with the large tree the tree-like structure on which these these seeds these eggs Mm -hmm. grow Um, the tree is wilting the tree is dying um, and as you all descend the stairs, uh, and, and you turn and look and the staircase is, is gone, but you're standing at the foot of this dying tree and there are many broken eggs. There's not a lot of light in this room. There's kind of this blue ambient light coming from everywhere and nowhere at the same time. And there are all these broken eggs lying on the ground, all these severed branches that have fallen, but there's a couple of eggs here and there that still have a light. Um, and there is a door. Um, which is half open. And through the door, you can just make out, uh, the console room of this TARDIS. I rush over and, uh, try to scoop up one of the eggs. You scoop up an egg? Yeah. Okay. You do that. The room shakes very, very gently, uh, but not for very long. Um, as if the, this TARDIS just doesn't have any fight left in it. Um, I am going to, like, kind of put my hand on the tree and kind of, again, like, not unlike when we were in the cathedral, mm. kind of like, I'm not going to say a thing this time, but it's clear, like, the doctor is, like, upset at the pain this TARDIS is in and, like, kind of, like, trying to comfort it a little bit. And then uh, I'm going to head towards the control room, the console room. All right. The door is open. There's a thin sliver. Um, and you can see the steps going up to the console room where the, 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 the time rotor and the, the, the con- central console is. And you can just make out a leg with a boot. Um, kind of laying uh, beside it. You can't see who it is. So it's like a, someone standing or like a separate It's leg? someone. It's someone like kind of either sitting or lying down. Their leg is just in view. You can't see who it is or what position they're in, whether they're alive, whether they're dead, but you can see this this leg and this kind of scuffed old boot. Okay. Um, on the foot of the leg. Not just separately. Gonna, I'm also going to grab one of the dead eggs. Okay. How are you doing this, by the way? Are you doing this in full sight of everyone? Are you doing it surreptitiously? How do you want to do this? Well, the lit one when everyone was in the room. And it's then, lit fam, yeah. And then the the dead one as she's working her way into the control room. Okay. I'm going to roll keen something with keen senses to see if I'm aware of this happening. Okay. While I'm, I'm, but I, I know that I'm disadvantaged Yeah. I'm focusing on something else. Okay, so because you're doing this surreptitiously, uh, I wouldn't, I'm going to have you roll uh, presence and subterfuge and the doctor for your keen senses because you, you know... I think you probably have a good handle on the type of person Captain Greg Gunnear is. Yeah. I'm going to have you, you, yes, exactly. I'm going to have you all, um, awareness and I think also subterfuge. These things are pretty big too. Okay. How big are they? Uh, about, yeah, yay big. 
An ostrich egg? I'm 19. 19? 19. Oh, it's a tie. Here's what I'm going to say. I see you do it, but I don't do anything about it. Uh, well, the, technically, okay. a zero is a yes, but. Okay. For both of you. Okay. So you pick it up, mm-hmm. but the doctor sees you, but she's chosen not to say or do anything about it. You don't know, you're, you, you don't, you're not a hundred percent sure whether you've been caught in the act or not, but no one's saying anything. You don't when know. When I see her, but she know. did, she did see me though, and I saw that she saw me. You don't know. But like I the think bike. she did? You don't know. I'm gonna smile at her anyway. <laughs> I'm not looking at you. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, just then just in my own world, yeah. I'm taking it, I look up, I have a sense, I just kind of smile in your direction okay. and then continue. <laughs> I, I'm I, the way that I see this playing out is that like my back is to you, but I like like because I, I do actually my keen senses does allow me to have like sixth sense. Yeah. But like I think that like just a, a combination of like the sound of it being picked up and like the idea of knowing who you are as a character, yeah. I know what you did. Or like maybe I like caught it quickly like in the reflection of something but like i didn't like react to it at all um and i also i did tell you you can have loot that's in this thing so like right now i'm not like violating that that agreement so part of that's aware of it. one of the many reasons i'm smiling in whatever direction you're sensing yeah me. and then you so, turn around and you see travis just looking just square in your face what are you doing and i reach into my pocket for a squirt bottle <laughs> <laughs> roll your no. dice no. I was kidding um, about that. No. Yeah. Uh, Travis, do you want to roll to see if you saw this? Yeah, because you were yeah. like looking at him. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Give me uh, give me awareness and uh, subterfuge. Um, I also have keen senses on this. Okay. So give yourself that, that particular, what was it, plus two? Uh, yes, because it's a major trait. Yeah. 17. Oh, you did not see it. Uh, I would put that as a no but. Uh, you didn't see what Greg did, but you have a feeling uh, that right now, he may be up to no good, and maybe you shouldn't trust him quite as much as you did a minute ago. Something about his gate. <laughs> like he's smuggling an egg somewhere. <laughs> he's got two giant eggs just stuffed in his back pockets. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he's been living his trick this whole time. <laughs> and yeah, the, uh, the the door to the console room is kind of it's like it's you can like I said, you can see maybe like there's like a two inch gap where you can see through, mm-hmm. uh, but the door is not budging itself. Okay. Um. I'm gonna look around the room for anything that's like reflective that I can actually pick up. Reflective? Like a mirror. If you want to find like a, a shard of something reflective, I, I, if you want to spend a story point for yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. And to clarify for story purposes as well, because in my mind, I guess this was something that I had, but I don't know that we ever talked about it. It was like some sort of like pack or Yeah, I was, I'd, okay. I'd assumed you would have like an Indian That's what I thought style, too. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I wouldn't want to just be like, no one saw me take them as I'm holding yeah. one lit and yeah. one dead but egg all the time. Big. Like they're yeah. not, they're not like these size eggs. They're like orbs. They're like this. Well, big. I mean, I, I would say they're about. Yeah, like, I pictured like football size. Yeah, yeah. yeah. football's perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so I figured that uh, uh, American two of those, football, American yeah. football, American football. I figured those would fit in the pack. Yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, I wouldn't yeah. have yeah. tried to sneak it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. I take the giant thing. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was picturing <laughs> in my head. Yeah. Um, okay. Um. So yeah, I I'm gonna like try to like put the reflective thing through the hole and see if I can get a better look at the person whose boots I'm seeing. Um you see you see a man. Uh you're not able to get a clear look at the face, but they're I'd say old. Not super old. Uh they would have the appearance of say a human in their like uh, mid to late fifties. Okay. The hair is scruffy. There is a there's definitely a beard. 
but you're not able to make out specific features beyond that. Their clothes are kind of tattered and dirty. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna like points. I'm gonna I'm gonna like look at all of you and just go. Okay. Do you Can want, you describe, do you describe that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I basically do a series of hand signals to like get their attention and like motion to the fact that there's a person standing up there. Okay. Like kind of like like do like a a thing that indicates that there's a person there. Okay. And I'm just, I just Quentin gonna look. Does thumbs up. Yeah. And I look and just wave, like as if I'm just y- hello as well. Yeah. Um. I kind of like look at y'all, and I kind of like, like do like a shrug, like what do we do? <laughs> like what? Like anyone? Any ideas? And like, I do a looper sort of kid bang bang with my fingers. And I, and I shake my head. <laughs> yeah, no. I, Travis, Travis puts his hand and pushes down. Like, no, no. We, and yeah, uh, the we doctor don't, like yeah. is like annoyed. Like 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 look like give you a look. Like why? It stop going to that solution. It, it was that solution one time, and that's the only time I'm like that's gonna be the solution. Quinton looks at you, and he just says, "I'm uh, kind of under his under under his breath, but." So you guys can hear what he just says. All right. And I open the door. Okay. Um, uh, it takes some effort, but you, uh, not, not enough that you'd have to roll, but because the door's just jumped, you're able to pull the door uh, open, and you now have unfettered access to the TARDIS console. You can see the time rotor um, is not lit up. It is it is broken. There are very, very dim lights in this room. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are, you are able to see uh, that you can, you have, you know, I'm picturing um, kind of... Uh, Capaldi's TARDIS console room in this situation, gotcha. but more stripped back, like um, like a lot of covers have been pulled off, showing just kind of wireframe. Kind of, I, I want where my brain goes with this, and I don't know if this is a universally possible um, description. Is like the the parallel universe Silent Hill version of mm. um, of Peter Capaldi's uh, TARDIS console, where it's kind of rusted, stripped away metal, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's kind of it, it, it looks very weathered and worn and an unclean, like, it, because think, this is a space that's been, this is the kind of the core of where this disaster has occurred. And did do well in the box office. Yeah. Got it. For, for people who, like, I, I, I haven't played the game, but I get referenced, mm-hmm. almost like a little bit more scaled back, like, upside down version of it. Mm-hmm. Where it's yeah. Like, yeah. Like a decaying other, okay. Yeah. Uh, yes. how, how, uh, how close behind her are we as, as she's stepping in or opening the door and stuff? That's entirely up to you. Okay. Well, I mean, now that I have the eggs, uh, and I see this happening. I have the torch, so I'm yeah. coming in to illuminate. Okay. And explore. That makes some sense. Coiden is. What's my name for? Just some. Yeah. Uh, Coiden is kind of. I want to. Uh, Coiden's like side by side with the, uh, with the doctor, uh, and kind of reflexively moves his hand down to where his stasis should be, but isn't, and uh, kind of puts his hand there and just kind of mutters under his under his breath in frustration, um, and. Uh, Looks at the doctor and just kind of gives you an ice. And with it, with his eyes, he just kind of says, "What are you doing after this?" No, he says, uh, <laughs> uh, are "You ready?" As I'll ever be. I, I do this. I try to get the doctor's attention. I, I and I say out loud, very quietly. I said, "Should we make ourselves known before we walk in in case this person is armed?" I think we just made ourselves known, Travis. Oh yeah, you're right. Then, yeah, walk in walk in and you walk up the stairs uh, to the console uh, and you see the body that this uh, this leg is attached to I say body like they're dead, they're not, they're very alive um, they are weathered and worn and tired and noticeably older but you are looking at the occupant of Rayla's TARDIS it is Roman 
and he looks up at you, and he says, Well, that took you long enough, didn't it? I mean, not not for me. Like, I just saw you like a week ago. Oh, time. Oh, oh, who's, who's this one? Uh, it's gesturing to Coyden. Yeah, it's, Coy- it's Coyden. And Coyden looks He used down. to sound really obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Coyden's the worst. Coyden, Coyden, uh, <laughs> actually, he sounds just like you, actually. Yeah. <laughs> no. uh looks down at, uh, at, at Roman and, uh, and he says, I'm Coyden. And I'm, Hello there. I'm here with the High Council. Oh, good. I'm sure they have so many jokes to tell. Yes. No, not jokes. And I'm going to spend, uh, I'm going to spend three story points so that he pulls out a compact laser deluxe. As previously seen up Captain Jack Harkness's butt. Mm-hmm. And he points it at Roman and he says, Roman, you're under arrest. 